All right, and welcome, Hoosier fans, to the second installment of the Inside Scoop with Tamar Bates, presented by our friends at Speakeasy Sales Copy, who help you drive more leads, sales, and loyalty to your business through the written word. I'm your host, Jared Morris, and today we have a special treat. I'm joined by not one college basketball player with the initials T. Bates, but two, Tamar and his brother Trey, the duo that teamed up to deliver the first and only state title for Piper High School back in 2019, are here for this one. It is good to see you both here. Thanks for making the time. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure. So, okay, let's get... Let's get the family breakdown just to start so everybody knows. So, Trey, you're the oldest, right? Correct. Okay, are you the oldest of all the siblings? I am oldest of all the siblings. Okay, so give me give me the whole breakdown for how it goes with the brothers and sisters. Oh, you, got, you, got, you got last and A, too, so you really... You well, second oldest, but, he did, you know. Yeah, so he... The oldest was, of our parents. That's, yeah, that's okay. what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah, he's the oldest of the family, and then you got me, so I'm kind of like the middle, and then okay. our two younger sisters, uh, Trinity and Tamia. Gotcha. Okay. All right, and Trey, give us, just to start, give us a quick update on your basketball career, because you're entering your junior year of college now? Yeah, well, due to COVID and everything, this is this is my sophomore year, so I, you know, I got my year back. Um, okay, so your third year, but your sophomore, sophomore year of eligibility. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, nice. yeah, this is, this is my, my second year. Um, this is, this is, um, Juco ball, um, Juco basketball, still looking to get that, that, um, division one scholarship out of, out of Juco, um, had some, had some setbacks my freshman year, you know, went through a couple ups and downs, um, last year as well with, um, COVID and still trying to get back into the groove of things. Um, so now I'm just, um, out here, um, really locked in and trying to um, get get to that next level to where I should be. Okay. And how did your season go last year? I was looking at some of your stats. It looked like about eight points, four assists, shot pretty well from outside. Yeah. It, it, it was, like I said, it was me trying to really get back into the groove of things because um, after my freshman year, I had, uh, I came, we came back home, um, not due to COVID, but due to some other um, decisions that I made. Um, I had came back home a little early. Uh, so I had took my semester, um, my second semester was completely out of um, basketball and, and, and game, you know, just being game ready um, and being able to play full games. It was uh, it was pretty new to me. So last year, getting back into the groove of things, um, it was just a new new atmosphere um, uh, as long as well as the stuff with COVID and everything. Uh, it was just everything was pretty new. So um, it was it was it wasn't too bad as far as a team standpoint, but for me it was kind of it was kind of shaky. That's why I kind of say it was like ups and downs, you know, last year because it wasn't me. It wasn't you know I wasn't back to myself yet and back into the groove of things. So it was just really up and down and really like nonchalant kind of basketball for me. I wasn't really into it as much as I should have been. Um, yeah, yeah. So everything as far as the team and the coaches is great. Um, Nothing, nothing there. It was just really personal um, issues with myself um, that I really had to get over. Gotcha. But fresh start, ready to ready to oh, hit the right. ground running with the new season. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. Very I'm nice. Now. Cool. All right. Very good. Okay. So let's go back a little bit. I want to talk about your guys' experience playing together in high school, and let's start with a trivia question. 
Tamar, who scored more points in the state championship game? You or Trey? Trey did. Trey did. Do you remember how many points? <laughs> how many points did Trey score? He had 21. 21. And how many did you have? But and look, I had 20, but here's the thing. I didn't I have more than 21. You had you said what? I had more than 21. 22? No. <laughs> how many you have? I I had 23, dude. 23. Did you? Yeah, 23. See, there was a news article I was reading. It said 21, but news articles can be wrong. I I trust you, Trey. I would remember how many points I had in the championship game, so I trust Trey's memory. I didn't didn't play the first half. I had had three fouls. I got three fouls real early, so I came out like four. No, 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 not in the first half. In the first half, in the first half, in the second half, I swear you had four. No, no, I had. I was oh, sitting because I had three. I had three. So okay. I, I sat like the the second half of the first quarter, and then like the whole second quarter. So I'm just sitting there, you know, still talking, trying to give them some energy. They were playing well, but I still I ended the game with twenty. So I, I mean. I was able, I was able to catch up a little bit, but we like we we beat the snot out of them. So that that, that was. was were the foul calls? Game. Were they legit calls, or were you just amped up and playing too physical? From my from like from my from me trying to remember it, I, I would say one of them was an actual foul call. Like it was like I actually fouled the guy, but two of them was like it was like I was somebody either got like backdoored or something, and I had to like try and get over to try and prevent the bucket. Mm-hmm. And then like, it, it was like, so that was one of the ones that I know was a foul, but like the other two, I don't know. They're pretty questionable. But you're able the to come back, get back in the groove and yeah, score some points and help your yeah, team. We, yeah, we got right back to it at the beginning of the second half. Now, were you guys supposed to beat them as bad as you did? I mean, were you just clearly just by far the best team in the state or was it just a particularly good night for you guys and a bad night for them? I mean, in our head, we were supposed to do that to them. Like, and it was like, it was, it was all just set up the right way. Like, it was like, you know, it was like they, yeah, like, like he just said, like, we all, we just clicked at the right time. Like, that was our, that was our best game that whole year. Our best game. Best that was our game. best game the whole year. Like, as a team, like, everybody was just, like, just, they had laser sharp focus on both sides of the floor. Like, everybody was just, Locked in, like ready to get the job done, and, and then I can't remember. Trey, you remember when they was um, play, they they played some song before the game because they locked room. Like, we can kind of hear. We can kind of hear. I think it. it was Roddy. I think they, it was Roddy. Yeah, it, it was some it was song, Roddy. but it was like it, it kind of like rubbed us the wrong way. Like yeah, before we right. even came out of the locker room, so we was like, hold on, they gonna play that? Like they right. really? So, oh no, it, it was a lot of things leading up to it, but you know, we uh, yeah, we we had a good game as a team. But, Do you remember what the song was that they played? I, I know it was a Roddy Rich song. Yeah, it was a Roddy Rich song, but it, it, it was a song that we played that we liked. So it was like y'all really had already played it. I'm pretty sure, and then like because yeah. we could hear each other's music, so then they had they had played it. But I, I don't know. But now nah, that, that that was a good. So game. it was just dis, it was disrespectful in yeah, our I mean, eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like okay, so. So Trey, so talk to me about that season because you were a senior on that team, right? So you're you're one of the senior leaders. 
Um, so, you know, when you think back about that season and getting the chance to play with Tamar, now, Tamar, did you play varsity your freshman year too? Did you guys have two years playing together? Yeah. I played okay. like the second half of the season because I had a, a little knee injury. Um, okay. I was out until like January. But then when I came back, I, yeah, I played varsity. Came off the bench with six man okay. action. Six man action. All right. So, so Trey, what was that like for you, you know, as a senior leader? Uh, and now, you know, your younger brother is obviously coming up and, and taking on an important role, too. What was that like for you? Um, honestly, it was it was extremely important that I um, led our team and our guys the right way, because coming up in that school, um, we had been to the state um, like tournament multiple years that I've been there. So seeing us not being able to get over that hump in the first round over and over again and and me, you know, I wasn't I didn't have the luxury of playing varsity my freshman year. We had a lot of guys that were um upperclassmen that, you know, our coaches felt those are the guys they wanted to go with. So underclassmen really didn't have a chance to, you know, get on um the varsity even bench. Like we couldn't even get on the bench. So Seeing that multiple times in a row in a year um, and knowing the, the guys that we had um, coming in for our senior year, knowing the, the chemistry that we already had, because the guys that, that were on my team, um, the core, you know, we had three guys that were seniors, including myself. Um, so just that core, um, as well as the juniors, as well as Tamar coming in, um, I knew we had a great group of guys that could, you know, get the job done. So my job coming in as a senior is just, looking back and taking, you know, little things that went well that worked for our team um, in the past and things that didn't work. Um, and our leadership role was kind of shaky. I don't I don't know the ins and outs because, like I said, I wasn't really on varsity. But when I was on JV, I could, I could you know, we practiced against varsity. So I could see, you know, kind of the practices and everything that was going on. So I just took, you know, what I saw. And then <clears throat> from what I knew about leadership, um, Shout out to, to our to our dad, um, you know, just giving us that that type of knowledge. Um, it was it was it was a no brainer for me. It was it was really easy. Um, and and knowing I had my right hand man next to me, I knew we both had the mind, same mindset, came from the same bloodline, so I didn't have to worry about that that part and that aspect of it. So it was basically like we had four seniors, because because Scoop was another another vocal leader as well. So um, it, it 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 took a lot of weight off my shoulders at times. Because when I would be out of the game or he's in the game, I know that we'd be good because we still got, you know, a piece of, you know, my bloodline on the floor as well. So he's, you know, yeah. he got the same fire. We got the same, you know, um, drive and the same mental aspect when it comes to to, to to basketball and when it comes to the leadership role. So, you know, that whole that whole season was just like it was pretty much a breeze. Like every game was just like it was easy. Even the games that we lost were, were games that, you know, we all were just like. And you could tell, like, we all be are around each other because the games that we won, we all played, like, I won't say the same, but we played, like, like it was a certain, it was, I don't know, it was just a certain thing that you've seen that, like, our chemistry was just and we, we knew We knew how to play to each other's strengths, basically. Yeah. Like, and yeah, like, you could see it, and we won. Like, even the games we lost, we go back and we watch a film, it's like, okay, like, it's like we we can see why like we basically beat ourselves most of the time like, yeah. we lost because that yeah, year every time. that year we finished twenty one and four four yeah 
you know, and I'm and I'm saying I'm thinking I'm like, who do we even lose? Two lose two. Right. But we won so much. It was oh my god. As you may recall, Bob Knight famously said, "All of us learn to write in the second grade. Most of us go on to do greater things." And Coach was right about some types of writing. But today we're talking about copywriting. The kind of writing that drives sales and builds businesses, and as another famous IU figure, Mark Cuban, likes to point out, there is no sport as competitive as business, which means you need a killer copywriter on your side to find your edge, dominate the competition, and rack up wins. Clay Manley from Speakeasy Sales Copy is that guy. Clay's an IU alum a diehard basketball fan, and an award-winning copywriter whose words have been trusted by Petco, Marvel, Slim Jim, and beyond. So if your business could benefit from more engagement, leads, and sales, then check out Clay's copywriting and coaching services at speakeasysalescopy.com. And if you want to learn how to whip up your own sales-winning copy without breaking a sweat, Clay has a virtual copy coaching course that is tailor-made for you. As a listener of this show, you can sample Clay's proven playbook for sales winning strategies for free. Just go to speakeasysalescopy.com slash scoop to get your free copy of his Right to Sell Secrets Guide. Just how winning cures all in basketball, sales cures all in business. If you want your business to have a banner year, great copy is the X factor. Go to speakeasysalescopy.com today. Um... So, Tamar, tell me what it was like, you know, with you guys growing up. I mean, I imagine you're both basketball players only a couple years apart, probably some pretty spirited games in the driveway. Like, was it – and obviously there's a a respect there. You know, Trey Colgy is right-hand man. You guys succeeded a lot together. But what were those games in the driveway like? Was it intense competition? Was it friendly competition? Were you guys really competitive with each other or kind of more working together? Describe that for me. It was intense. Every every game, you know, I'm I'm trying to kill him. He tried to kill me, and it it was just like (laughs) – that those games in the driveway one-on-one like playing against your big brother where it's like he's two years older than me so it's some things that I can't control like in terms from a strength standpoint it's just like him knowing more than I do about the game at the time so it was just like we like we would go at it and I and I, I definitely would credit those times for why I just have like kind of like that that dog mentality or just like why you know I just had that will to want to get better and you know just to want to dominate because it's like I used to get like just like just brutally beaten like i'm going i'm going in there i'm going in the house i'm 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 going to crib crying like he, 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 he pops like no go 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 back out there and play again <laughs> so it's like and, and it was an everyday thing so you know just like at some point i'm, I'm man somebody just caught me I, my phone do not disturb but now look <laughs> I don't know. It was just like at some point, you know, I just I was just learning a lot of things about myself, and you know, it, it, it was dog fights every time. You know, as, as time went on, obviously I would you know win some more games, but you know, how old were you the first time you won? Do you remember? Uh, I, I I remember. <laughs> I was gonna say I bet Trey does. <laughs> yeah, the first time he the first time he actually beat me, and was like it, it would be like um kind of. 50-50, like it's a 50-50 chance either one of us can win with high school. It, it, it was, it was. I would say, I would say your freshman year, your freshman or sophomore year, it was was the time you started really consistently beating me or 
we started consistently having battles to where even one of us could win. It wouldn't be a blowout. It would Never. always be a close game. It'd be one always. bucket, you know, something like that. But always a dog fight every time. <laughs> throughout elementary, um, middle school, I had no um, chance. Yeah, it, it was over with. You couldn't. It, it was not a. It was not a chance at all. It was just straight obliteration. It was, yeah, it was, it was bad. bad. It was bad. Yeah. Right. You know. So, okay, so, you know, Tamar, you kind of talked about how your mentality helped develop during those games and just going through these dogfights and wanting to win. What are, like, one or two things that you picked up from Trey? You know, like, moves that he would do that you couldn't stop that you added to your game. Is there anything particular that, like, when you do it, you're like, that's a Trey move? Yeah, so I'll I'll say the first thing, like, that I I learned, it was just, like, like, after a certain amount of time went on, Obviously, I would think I know his moves, but as soon as I would think I like I slide to the right spot to cut him off, he got a counter. Like it's just like he always had a counter for his counter, so it's like it was it was pretty hard to figure him out from a defensive standpoint. Just because like when you when you stop one move, he got another one, then he got one more. So it's like I that was one thing I learned. I mean, and and I just say the other thing is just to fight to the end. You know, like don't. Don't give up. Like it, it ain't over till it's over, you know. Because it would be times where I would be up. Like we going to twelve. I'm up six one. I'm like, oh, I got it. He scored eleven points straight, win the game. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, just just keep fighting. You know, always, you know, stay locked in. And you know, I, but I would say those two things are what I what I learned, like, and and take with me to this day, carry with me to this day. Yeah. So, Trey, I want to read a line from an article that I was reading about the state title game. So the author says, Piper senior Trey Bates controlled the offense and his quick first step caused problems on the perimeter. He was repeatedly able to get space from his defender with a decoy move, then use the space for a step back jumper or to find a teammate streaking to the basket. So where did you learn that? Is that just something you developed in the driveway? Did you learn some of that stuff from your dad? Um, And did you teach Tamar those moves, the step back in particular? I, I'm not sure where it actually came from. I would probably have to say my dad. Um, I, I, literally, I honestly don't understand how I can see that, you know, see those type of things or have like counters for counters for counters. Like how Tamar said, like, I, like it will all have to be from my dad because once you learn the fundamentals, once you master that, um, you can literally do anything else other, like after that, like, the fundamentals is is a extremely important piece to the game of basketball. Like, and you hear the greatest athletes say it from Mike to Kobe. Um, like, the fundamentals is something that you have to literally master in order for you to branch off and be able to do other things. So I would have to give that credit to my my, my father. Um, uh, like, as far as anything else though, um, I don't know. It's probably from just watching basketball. Um, I can easily pick up on things if I watch any any move anybody if i watch youtube videos if i watch a a highlight reel you know and i see a move you know i can i can look at it look at it a couple times mimic it go out and just do it and it just come up like while i'm playing and i don't know how i, I don't know if i have you know photographic memory or i don't i don't know i'm not sure what it is but like i was just always able to pick stuff up like quickly when i when I see it, um, yeah. I really yeah. didn't have to work on it. Like I don't have to work on ball handling skills, like ball handling drills, like because 
I've done it so many times, just fundamentally, you know, from my past. Like tomorrow, tell you, like we, our dad literally had a basketball clinic. We had a bat, like we literally did straight fundamental work. Like that's all a practice. Yeah, that, yeah. Like the beginning of the practice will literally just be fundamental work. I mean, passing basketballs off the wall, cone drills. We had goggles to where we could not see. So you can't look down. You can't look at the ball. You can't see Hmm. anything. Like, he really put us through everything as well as our peers and, you know, and people around us that was on our team. Um, We all went through that, you know, fundamental cycle to where after this, I mean, you could do whatever. Like, so I really have to give the credit to my dad. Like, (laughs) the fundamental piece, he, he was spot on with that. Like, he could he could literally teach you everything that you would need to know about the fundamental side of basketball. And I mean, now what levels what levels did he coach you guys at? When was he actually your coach? I was we were younger. Like, ball. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. I started playing at three, and, and he wasn't my first coach. It was another guy that we know. Um, that was that was my very first coach. But after that, he was my he was out, he was my coach for about I want to say four. Four and more years, four or five more years after that, because I think like, we were still in elementary. So I would say the the the, the majority of it was was elementary. Um, and then once we went to, once I got to um, was that sixth sixth grade, fifth grade? What was that? What was from here? Was that fifth grade? You were. I was. Yeah, that was fifth because I was in third. I was in third grade. Yeah, fifth grade and and on. I mean, that's when he kind of you know let us. He coached by other people, um, but that that whole upbringing part was was all him, you know that that yeah. fundamental side and all that that was that was all that was all our pops. Um, I feel like I feel like all dads, you know, who who coach their sons or have sons who are athletes, you know, have a few things that they kind of like harp on and probably you know remind their their sons and daughters of. Tomorrow, like, what are the what are the things when your dad's voice is in your head about basketball? What are the things that he's saying to you? You know, from those times when you were growing up, learning the fundamentals. Well, after the fundamentals, like after the offensive side of the game, what we hear the most is something about defense. <laughs> defense. Like you, you have to oh, be yeah. doing hard. Like, and obviously, like at the college level, I'm learning things every day, like about guarding. But you know, with, with just from when I first start playing with him, like all defense, like, like we, that's what wins championships. Like he played, he played in the men's league. The team was called DWC, Defense Wins mm-hmm. Championships. Like he, he was big on that. And then now, you know, as we get as we get older, what he preaches the most about is just taking care of our body. Like he sent me and Trey a massage gun, and like you know, and but aside from that, like he every time he called, he, was you in there with TG? Was you, I mean Trey, whatever you know, whoever his trainer is, you know, just making sure that we recover in the right way because you know he know how hard we work, so we gotta you know give something back to our body but you know defense and now taking care of our body that those are two things that i can hear him saying all the time i'm guessing he and coach woodson get along pretty well then with that defensive focus what about what about for you trey do you trey do you remember the first time you beat your dad because that's all that's always a big kind of rite of passage Uh, for a son to finally beat their dad out on the driveway those are some funny battles i think I don't know if it was it was when we were all outside school, like playing twenty one or something. Yeah, we play twenty one all the time. He come out yeah, there and cook. Yeah. What? <laughs> he come out there and cook. He would kill us. Like 
he would do some Michael Jordan stuff. Like I'm a score right there. <laughs> no, for, no, like he would, no. would I'm like, what? How? He, how am I not stopping this dude? Like he thought he was Michael Jordan when we was little. We was little. He thought he was Michael Jordan. He would literally he'd be at the top of the key. I'm going to that elbow. He take two dribbles right. left, between one more pull up at the elbow, knockdown. Wow! So he could shoot it. Yeah, mid range, mid range assassin. Yeah. Mid range assassin. Mid range assassin. stuff. All my oh, MJ didn't shoot a lot of threes. He didn't have to. He shot mid range and got to the rim. That's exactly what my dad did. The same huh. exact stuff. But the first time I would think would be probably playing a game of twenty one. Just all three of us and me just winning that, you know, those games in 21. And he would be the one trying to guard both of us. So I would kind of say that would be the game that I won one on one. But I mean, Scoop was there and he witnessed, you know, a lot of it. I do remember the first time I made him fall. Hilarious. That, that was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh my goodness. When oh, you made him fall? Like, made him fall. touch earth, touch the ground. Yeah. yeah I, I crossed him. He, I, ain't, I ain't even gonna out him like I ain't even gonna do him like that. I, I, yeah, like, yeah, we 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 we'll just leave it at that. I ain't even gonna. I, ain't like, gonna. <laughs> I, I just had to, to put that little, little footnote in there though because that was funny. That was real. We'll have to get your dad on here to to defend himself here on one of yeah, these episodes. It, it, there's nothing he can say. There's nothing you can say about that. There's nothing you can say about yeah. that though. Like it's like you yeah. got dropped. It, that's it. Who <laughs> dropped him too? I'm just put that in there too. <laughs> we both got our, we both got our revenge. That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm yeah. putting that in there. We both, yeah, for all, all them yeah. times that he was just killing yeah. us, we, we got our revenge. Yeah, nah. I know the dads have such an advantage for a long time because they've got that old man strength, you know, yeah. and it just takes a while to catch up. But then eventually you catch up and you get your revenge, as you said. Um, so Trey, let me ask you this because I imagine no one knows Tamar's game inside and out like you do from just all the time yeah. that you guys have spent playing together. So let me ask you two questions about his game. First one, let's say that you were a coach and Tamar was on your team. What are some of the things that you would set up offensively to take advantage of Tamar's strengths? Um, one first thing, and I would, I would assume anybody would do this, is getting him off of a lot of pin down screens, a lot of um, back screens, any type of screens to get him open for a shot. Hands down, no brainer. I'm 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 giving him the ball for that. Um, shot, Any particular places on the floor? Oh, the three point. Oh my goodness, three point, three point shot for sure. Like the mid range and everything, he could do that off the dribble. So you know, I guess you could say the second thing would just be a lot of ball screen action. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a great decision maker, and he could he could he could kill you from the three. If you go under, you're you're, you're dumb. I mean that's dumb. Don't do that. Um, but if you if you go over it, I mean he has a he's a, he's a bigger guard, so he can you know he get into you, get downhill, you pull up, or he can he could you know dish it off to to a big, throw a lob, anything like that. So you know it will have to be just like the pin downs and and the ball screens, kind of a little like Curry setup. Um, just getting him running off a lot of a lot of screens, honestly, because guys won't be able to keep up with him as much either. Because I mean he's 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 a bigger guard, so like. Mm-hmm. Even if they do, even if they are behind him or whatever or whatnot, if he stops and goes, I mean, you're toast. And the screen is set right. It's, you can't do anything about it. So that, that would be the, the, the two things, I think, honestly, would just be a lot of pin downs, a lot of back screens, um, and just ball screen action. Okay. Now the flip side. 
say you were coaching against Tamar's team, what would you do to frustrate him and stop him? Uh, honestly, I would have a double on the double team. I would say all that. Probably, what? I would say all that. Yeah. That's me. That's not you. That's not you trying to frustrate you. That's me trying to. That's me as a coach. And I was like, that's what I would do. Not you. Yeah. Me. I would uh, have to. Yeah. Once he and once he gets going, it's over with. And tomorrow, you know, everybody knows. Everybody knows now about how, how Scoop's energy is. Once he gets going, once he's locked into the game, like one one defender, he's if he's already known that he's killing you, you're you're not existent on the floor. He's just playing four other guys now. So I would have to put two to now, for him. It would right. have to be two people. I can't. One point, guy can't. It, it's, it's at no, that point. I'm, at that point, I'm playing against the help side. Yeah, it's right. not. I'm you don't playing against because I'm because I'm by you by you class. Yeah, you don't even you don't see you anymore. Like there's no reason for me to just let that one guy continue to get killed. That's gonna frustrate me as a coach. I, I'm not trying to get frustrated. I gotta coach the rest of the team. I gotta put two people on him. If he's going crazy, yeah. It's, yeah. I we're not going to start the game off with two people, though. We're not going to start the game off with two people. Nah, we're going to start off with one. In high school, that that's how like it would be like with me and Trey. Like we we would literally like just oh switch God. possessions. Like he if he he gets a cooker, go ahead, no, kill him. Go go get you one, and he swing it to me. And now, uh-huh. like let's say he he just hit a little little got got downhill, stop on a dime, knockdown, then hit a spot up three. Some coach you up. Now he giving it to me. I'm coming off a ball screen. You put a ball screen. That's another one. So like we we we, we basically playing cat and mouse with everybody. But it, it was it's a, it's a different type of feeling when you get to play with your brother. Like it's like, yeah. and, it, and it's like you 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 guys can we could talk to each other a different way just because like we we live with each other we're with each other every day and we known each other our whole lives. So it's like we we know what buttons to push. Like we don't really need to find out anything else about each other because we know everything about each other. So it was like, it was unbelievable experience. Like, and, and winning, sending him out like that, sending him out on top the right way, that I, that was most important to me. Like, I, I if we would have went back to back and would have been able to play, uh, finish out that next year, that would have been fine. But the, I, I was all good with the championship with him. Like that, that I was, I was sure. <laughs> The Inside Scoop is also supported by Future Freedom, an online education library that will give you the latest thinking on how to build an exceptional business and lifestyle by embracing change instead of dreading it. As you may have noticed, the future is coming at us faster than ever. That means accelerated change and disruption. It's easy to understand why that makes many people fearful. But as a source of opportunity, nothing beats change. With artificial intelligence and other emerging technologies threatening both the quality and quantity of traditional jobs, you need to think about how to make technology work for you instead of you working for it. At Future Freedom, my business partner, serial digital entrepreneur Brian Clark, the founder of Copyblogger, Unemployable, and Further, introduces you to our personal enterprise approach to succeeding in the emerging creator economy with his brand new free course. These five free lessons will empower you to create your ideal future on your terms, why it's time to think differently about your career, how a personal enterprise builds progressive wealth, the art of anticipatory thinking, 
how to build the base of your personal enterprise, and finally, how to unretire and travel the world. To get started with this free course today, go to assemblycall.com slash FF. That's assemblycall.com slash FF. That link will redirect you to Future Freedom, where you can sign up in one step. Full disclosure, I am part owner of Future Freedom, so if you want to see what I'm up to when I'm not obsessing over IU basketball, here's your chance. Once again, it's assemblycall.com slash FF. What's the best game that you guys ever played together? Not, I mean, the championship was the most important, but just the game when you were the most in sync, the most kind of on fire together, the most dominant. Is there anyone that sticks out? I think it would have to be the, the what was it? Honestly, I feel like it's the whole DeSoto tournament. Oh, my. But we ended, the last, yeah. we ended up losing that. that, that we lost in the championship. But, that was uh, one of our losses that year. Yeah, yeah, we lost in the championship. We shouldn't have lost it. It was, it was both credited to me and Scoop because we both missed free throws. Yeah. And, and we, that, we, that, that, same, that same day, um, that same night, we, we – Got off the bus, stayed in the gym because we live right around the corner from the school. So you know, staying in the gym and you know getting two more hours. Home was, you, was not a problem. Yeah, we stayed in there. Yeah, we that we it was tough. It was like, we were down. Sure, was we down when you went to the line too? Yeah, I think we was down two or three. He went to the line. He missed both. So I'm like, but then we got to stop. We scored. Now we down one. Yeah. So now they coming back. We get another stop. They found me, so I'm like, oh, that's game. Like, it's over with. Cause, and it was like, what, like, how many seconds left on the clock? Like, two? Two seconds left on the clock? I'm like, all right, that's game. Like, it's over with. We won. I go to the line. Through the first one. Hit the backboard, pop out. I'm like, okay. No, 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 no. Oh, so I'm like, okay. Overtime. That's fine. We go to OT. Yeah. Shoot the second one, same thing. I mean, yeah. So that, that was tough, and that was definitely – that's something that I will never forget. Yeah. But, nah, we – as soon as we got off the bus, we we was in the gym. We was there, like, stealing our like our jumpsuits. But we ended up changing because we was sweating so much. But we in right. there for two more hours. We both made probably 200 free throws, and then we just – then we just worked out after. But, nah, that, that, that was definitely something that we – that tournament was pretty good for both of us. Offensively and defensively. Oh, we, yeah, that, that, that was, was one of the first tournaments that we had that season, wasn't it? We, we, yeah, that was the first. That was the that first, first tournament. Game, yeah, because yeah, because we we always played Desoto after the first game of the year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we have to been there. That was really when, that was really when we was playing cat and mouse with people, and that was just oh my god. The first two teams we played, we obliterated. It was it was they couldn't do anything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it probably says something about you guys and why you've been so successful in your basketball career that I asked you for the best moment and you immediately went to this kind of gnawing moment of failure that that you that clearly is still very raw that you haven't gotten past. Yeah. So and and how you handle it, you know, going in and shooting the free throws and trying to do whatever you could to to not let that happen again. So so let me ask you this. We just got done with Hoosier Hysteria. Trey, were you able to come in uh, to Bloomington for Hoosier Hysteria? Because I saw your dad post. It looked like a lot of the family was there. Yeah, I, I, I was probably the only one that was not there. And it's, it's going to be kind of tough for me to be able to make games and stuff because tomorrow and I play games and stuff pretty much like the same days. So it's 
Um, yeah. It's going to be hard for me to kind of make games. Um, as far as, you know, if, if they end up making it to the tournament, which I, I presume that they will, um, and, and my team um, doesn't, which I presume that we will as well because, you know, we're pretty good. Um, if we don't, then I'll be able to make some some um, some March Madness games and some tournament games, um, which would be the games that I would like to see um, the most, honestly. Um, I'll be able to catch all of his games as far as um, the TV um, broadcast and everything. I'll be able to see those games. But actually being there, I won't be able to make as many season games. Yeah. And what, you know, what are your future goals with your basketball career, Trey? I mean, I assume you're, as you said earlier, you know, working to, to get up to the D1 level. Um, you know, what, what, what goals do you have moving forward for the rest of your career? Um, honestly, I, I need to take this, this, this year and this time to, you know, blow, um, the, the academic side of, of being a student athlete. I need to get that that part under control and make sure I'm, you know, continue to lock in on that side. Um, so, you know, receive my associate's degree um, first and foremost, and then honestly, just just take taking step. I'm taking it, you know, baby steps, one step at a time, and and tackling everything one step at a time. So after I, you know, get this whole academic piece um, handled, I plan to win a national championship here, um, JUCO national championship here. Um, and after that, you know, all the accolades that I want personally will come after the team accolades, you know, cause once, you know, as, if you win, everybody wins. So there's, there's no yeah. reason for me to, I don't have any, like I have personal goals, but that's not what's on my mind. So like, especially with me being a point guard, I have to look at my team first. So it's not even, it's not even about me. And I feel like, lead you know helping lead our guys to to winning as much as we can and getting as far in the tournament as we can um to potentially win that championship um all my personal goals will be fine um as far as well as getting recruited you know to, to get into another school all that stuff will take care of itself we, we just came from a dallas jamboree where it was a ton of coaches in the, in the building um so and, and my my head coach's phone has been ringing nonstop so about about guys and so I'm not really worried about, you know, personal goals and accolades. I mean, as long as we win, I'm I know I'll be fine. And as long as I do my part in the classroom, I'll be fine. So that those are the two things is just winning as a team and then winning for me on the academic side. I'm not really yeah. worried about everything else as far as personal accolades, you know, like I said, for the basketball side, because that'll take care of itself. Yeah. Uh, I know we're coming up on time, but tomorrow I want to ask you one more question. You know, my wife and I just had our second child and he's like eight months. So, I mean, he's really young, but I can just see already, you know, having an older sibling to look up to how much quicker he's able to do stuff and just be exposed to stuff. Yeah. What's it been like for you having an older brother and especially an older brother who's walking a similar path to you playing college basketball? What's that been like? And what are some of the most important lessons that you've learned? Well, <clears throat> You know, growing up, it was really just like I was able to experience like more things that I because they were everything that I was experiencing with Trey was two years ahead of like where I was supposed to be developmentally. So I, I would just say like I, I grew up a little faster than, than I probably needed to just because I was always around older guys. Like up until fifth grade, I was playing up 
with Trey's team, like whatever team he was on, I was a young guy, didn't really get in, but you know, you know, just being being around older guys, you know, I I um I definitely grew up a little faster than I needed to, but I mean, I really just say uh, some of the stuff that I learned. I mean, just to the people, or the, the biggest thing was just like the mistakes that you know those before you make don't make that same mistake. Don't do that. Like if you if you see that you know somebody did something that had them end up in the place they didn't want to be just do the opposite of that and you know obviously you know just carrying that um every day has you know helped me get to where I am now so I that, that's definitely the biggest lesson just like learning from others mistakes you know before I even had a chance to make it yeah you know obviously you know stuff gets more complicated once you get out outside of high school and that kind of thing but do you guys ever talk about teaming up again Every day, back? Yeah. all the time. Like we, 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 oh, we, we talk about it. Like before I even committed to a college, we like, yeah, like if, if school can, you know, get Trey, like offer him a scholarship, and I'm I'm all for it. Because like we we know, you know, we we, we bring the best out of each other, um, on and off the court. So, you know, that's definitely something that I I would love to do again. Most definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to, honestly. I mean, it's 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 the it's the opportunity presents itself. Yeah, you might see me in Bloomington. So I'm saying, yeah, if it presents itself, <laughs> and that that's one hundred, that's one hundred. Not even going, not even going sugar, not even going sugar coated. Not, not at all. Heard it here first. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty cool to see. I have to say, especially hearing you guys talk about what it was like playing together. You know, and there's something to be said for having that kind of chemistry, you know, especially in a backcourt. So that's great. Well, Trey, you know, I hope you get a chance to to get to Bloomington and take in a game there. Obviously, tomorrow you had your first experience, you know, somewhat with what Hoosier hysteria can be like, you know, with the event uh, coming up. But that's nothing, nothing quite like a game. But, uh, you know, looking forward to following uh, following your season uh, this year, Trey. And uh, where uh, where can people keep up with you? Are you you active on social media? Oh, yeah. Um Instagram, Twitter. So I'm not I'm not as active on Twitter, um, but I do have one. Um, mm-hmm. And then, that, I mean, those are pretty much the. the but on IG, make sure I go, make sure I go give him a follow. Yeah, what's Trey, the what's your what's your Instagram handle? Yeah, it's Trey X Bates. Trey X Bates. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes. Make sure people go there. Very cool. Very cool. Well, guys, I, I appreciate your time, Trey. Good luck this upcoming season uh, tomorrow. Obviously, good luck to you. And we'll be talking to you uh, again soon. Are there any uh, are there any stories or anything that we didn't get to yet that folks just need to know about what it was like for you two guys growing up? But one on my mind, just because I keep thinking about the state championship run like that, that whole because like even like after the game, they they were interviewing us and they they told us a stat. They was like, Piper hasn't won a first round game since 2006. And this was in 2019. This is in 2019. Yeah. But just like that whole run was, it was magical for real. Cause like the first game we played kind of like what you could call a rival school called Parsons. And with like a minute and a half to go, we were losing. Like we, we was like, well, I think it's about to, yeah, this is it. We, we was trying we to stay away again. from that mentally. Like, I think it's about to happen again, yeah. we, man. But yeah. uh, one of one of our bigs, like, I, we got to give him credit. Like, he, he brought everybody yeah. in. He was like, 
He was like, hey, I, I like we are not losing this game. Like he looked everybody in their face. And was like, we, and, and I don't know, like they they missed, they happened to miss a few free throws. And we just we converted on the other end. And then like they, they just tried to play the foul game to the end. And then we won that. And then the second game, best game of the year. Best oh, game man. of the year. We 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 were the four seed that year. We were playing the one seed. So obviously people think we don't have no chance. Like they think, you know, the Wichita Trinity is going um go to the championship but you know we they came out first quarter the, the guy that they that on our scouting report was a shooter he he hit like four threes in the first quarter just booming it so we down like six going to the second and then you know obviously back and forth we ended up taking the lead going into halftime and then I, I'll let Trey tell the the rest of the rest of the story because he had probably the biggest one of the bigger plays of our season um so you know, second half, we, we it's pretty much kind of the same thing going back and forth. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened in the in the fourth. I don't know. the, the We pulled away a little bit. We pulled away a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. We, we did pull away. Um, then they ended up, they ended up coming back and I ended up fouling a guy at the three point line. Um, we were up three. He was up three. Yeah, we were up oh, three. no. We, we, we pretty much had the game sealed. Pretty much had it in the bag. It was over with. Um, Tomorrow, by the way, in, in Indiana, we call that a Dane Fife. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if, if Coach Fife has told you about that, but you, you got to ask him. Three point line when, when ask him. They, they was up three. Ask 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 Coach Fife about it. <laughs> I'm talk to him about it today. We'll go, go ask him about that. <laughs> good. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Trey. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, so yeah, we. I ended up fouling the guy. He made a, a great little pump fake and he jumped into me. Um, Thankfully, he missed the three, um, but they ended up going to the line. He knocked all three down, right? Yep, made all three, tied it up. Knocked all three down, tied it up. Timeout, coach calls timeout. Go to the huddle. Um, our shooter, our wing at the time, um, looks me in the face and is like, I'll be ready. Like, ties me the ball, I'll be ready. Like, I'm going to knock it down. Just telling me that over and over again. Now, me as a senior guard, I'm thinking in my head, like, do I want to trust the junior with our whole, you know, future and everything? Um, or do I want to take it in my hands and, and just seal the game for us? Um, Cause I could have easily gotten a, a, a easy bucket, a quick bucket. Um, we had what, maybe six seconds. Five. I remember the whole set. It was like five Coach, seconds. Yeah. Cause Trey was kind of on the heater that game. So yeah. he, he had our shooter take it out. He gave it to Trey and he was like, Cause he knew like that as Trey crossed half court, they would start sending two at him and right. we had our shooter trailing. So Trey's dribbling up just, you know, little slight cadence shooter. And he, he NBA range, Trey swinging to him, swing it to him, knock down for the win. They run, they rushed the court. Oh like, my God. Crazy. Ship. Like that, that was, yeah. that was a great moment. So then with that momentum leading into the championship game, Augusta had no chance. They had, they had no chance. Yeah. It was, it was over with. So that, that moment you just talked about, you realized you basically just described the end of the movie Hoosiers, right? Have you seen Hoosiers tomorrow? Um, I don't remember. That was Hoosiers? So I was yeah, Hoosiers. in the huddle. I was meant to be a Hoosier. Exactly. In the huddle, Jimmy Chitwood, Jimmy Chitwood, who's the shooter, he looks at the coach and says, I'll make it. Just like your guy said. So they ran the play. He shoots it, makes it. 
the crowd goes crazy. Now that's the end. That's the state title game. It's not the you know it's not in the middle of the tournament. The but watch that watch that movie again. Look at it in the context of that moment. It may it may remind you of that moment because that's what I was thinking about as you're telling that story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. It was destined. <laughs> yeah. Of he, course it was. was. Well, guys. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, tomorrow. I'm just saying, like he coach planted me in the corner. He so he so his name Ty Ty Shelley. He, he said he, he was serious. So he said I'm gonna knock it down. Like I'm like you got it. Knock it down there. Like I had to trust him with everything in me too. I, it was so tough, but I was like I trusted him so much because he's our shooter and he. And he said that. So I'm like, okay, let me try it. <laughs> let me go ahead. I'll put the ball because in his hands. If he missed, we go to overtime. We win it in OT. But um, I wasn't I yeah. even why I wasn't even tripping about it. So I like, you know what? We give it to him. You know, let me, let me be a real point guard. I'm not gonna be selfish. You know, the moment's not about me. Let me go ahead and give it to my shooter. Knocked it down. Everything. And his dad even came over and congratulated and, and thanked me for giving him the ball. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I said, hey, probably almost, they, they, they probably was going to call it back because as soon as he made it, our dad ran on the court. Man. <laughs> right, right on the court. <laughs> if, you, if you watch the video, I sent you the video yeah. after this. You watch the video. As soon as he made it, you see our dad run on the court like this with his hand up. <laughs> with his phone and everything. Oh my God! Great moment. That's great. I'm gonna play play Ty on Saturday, or I'll see him playing. Yeah, uh, we got this. We got our jamboree at Pratt. His team gonna be there, Uh, so get to see him again. Well, good for him, man. If you're gonna go out on a limb and say it and say you're gonna make it, you better step up and make it. And he did. That's awesome. Big time. That is awesome. Well, guys, thanks for your time. I know we went a little bit long, but I really appreciate it. This is a great conversation. It's great to great to hear, you know, learn more about your background tomorrow. Great to hear about your story as well, Trey. So looking forward to to following your season. Um, and you guys have a great weekend. Awesome talking to you. Yes, sir. You too. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Cool. Take care, guys. Yep. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.